welcome to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm Lindy. I'm not Melissa today. <laughs> and um, I'm going to see if I can fill some big shoes. Um, she's currently at the beach spending some time with the kids. And so I'm here today with Erin Cobb and we're going to talk kind of all things kind of single parenting. Yeah. So come join us. You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, business owner and tired mom of five. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, nursing, parenting, and all things motherhood. Hey. Um, hi. I'm using my headphones. Happy to there be here. Go. I do want to say, like, as a kind of a disclaimer, that yeah. I became a single parent later on. So I don't, I would not say that I'm like the authority on single parenting <laughs> at all. <laughs> But I am definitely happy to share my experiences. Like I know single parenting as a new mom or with like little kids can be very different. But my kids yeah. were a little bit older when I became um, a single parent. Um, so my experience isn't all encompassing, yeah. but um, hopefully it can be I can be a little encouraging to people to oh, other moms. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I know I was um, diving just a little bit in last night because um like, as I sit here today, I, I do, I have a hard time relating. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a whole lot of, I was thinking of like our extended family and, um, I do have an aunt, um, who is single, but she has grown daughters now and even some grandkids. Um, but I just would love to hear from a personal, you know, perspective and yeah. hear the challenges and maybe see some of the positives in there, but understand that it is a difficult journey and kind of just a little bit of kind of like how you got here. Um, but I was really, I was surprised when I was just looking at a little bit of stats last night and it was like over 13 million U.S. households um, have single parents at the head of them. Um, which is almost like 25%. It's like a one in four. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot. And I wasn't really sure. I really kind of sat with that a little bit. And so not getting into stats today, but that did, it was like yeah. a wow. It was an eye opener. And you really, you get to think and you can try and imagine. But I think until you you kind of hear from someone's story, um, I For think that's... Sure. Yeah, I think um, single parents are really underrepresented and, um, you know, America's founded on this like American dream, you know, two and a half kids living in the suburbs. Um, And that's just how we think of the American family. But it's that's just not really true anymore. Um, And, you know, I'm guilty of it. Uh, I think there's still of course, it's it's changed a lot, but um, I think there's still like a little bit of a stigma to it that people kind of think, oh, well, why is she single? Like, what did she do? You know, yeah. that kind of thing. And I'm guilty of like having that those kind of thoughts before. And then you find yourself in that position and you're like, oh, I'm no better than anybody else. Here yeah. I am. I'm no better than anybody else. Yeah. And um, my I didn't arrive here. Um by my own doing but even if I had that doesn't change like my value as a mom and as a the head of the household absolutely um I was married for 14 years yeah I was gonna ask you a little bit about like just tell us a little bit about your journey yeah kind of where you're at now so I got married really young I was 23 three, 22. I was 22. Got married young, had a baby the very next year, you know, became a stay at home parent. Um, we ended up having three kids and 
there were problems in our marriage that we probably didn't address properly. Um, but you know, I was raised like to basically continue in marriage at all costs and it was an unhealthy situation and I should have left. Um, but again, there's that stigma, especially I grew up in the church and it's very much like marriage at all costs. Um, so I stayed and then, you know, I was stay at home mom for 12 and a half years. And then one day I found out that my husband was cheating on me. It was my birthday actually <laughs> when I found out. Um, was that, was that the day in the office? Or did no, you know before? I knew Cause before. I know like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know you very well, but I've heard parts of the story and I've been in and out of the office like yeah. a little bit over the course of your journey. And, um, I just remember some of those conversations. Like, yeah. So um, I started and just here, how difficult that was. Yeah. I started here about two weeks after I found out. Um, so oh, wow. yeah. Okay. So yes. Yeah. I found out he was cheating on me and, um, you know, it was a really hard decision. You know, do I stay for the kids? Do I leave? Um, there were a lot of people giving me a lot of opinions. Um, my first thoughts were like, what, like, what can I do? I, I've been a stay at home mom for 12 years. I have no skills. I have no job experience. I have no money. I have no prospects. <laughs> what I'm, I was 36 at the time with three children. Like who's ever going to want me? Um, so I was like, I kind of felt trapped, but at the same time, I knew that I could not disrespect myself enough to stay. Um, I knew I had to leave. So I did have a lot of support, which, um, I know a lot of moms that are in that situation don't have a lot of family support. I did have, um, wonderful friends and family that really supported me because I was not functioning. Yeah. <laughs> it was really like a complete world upside down. Like, yeah, I can imagine. Um, I was not functioning. So my family and friends were very supportive. Um, but yeah, I was like, well, I got to get a job. So I knew April from we had been in a book club together oh, over really? a long time ago. Oh, wow. And Karen, actually, who just started working here, was like, hey, I think April said that Latched Mama is hiring. And I was like, oh, okay. So I emailed April and really the rest is history. Oh, wow. <laughs> I started here about two weeks later and I didn't mention, I don't know how much everyone knew at first because I yeah. didn't mention at first. I was like, I don't want them to hire me because they feel sorry for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I started here and it, it's just been like the best, most, like I couldn't have asked for a more supportive work environment. I know you've seen me in here in tears a few times with just dealing with, the whole fallout from the divorce. It's not been an easy journey over the last couple of years, but um, you guys have all been so supportive and I've been so fortunate to have such a soft place to land on those hard days when I come to work and, you know, things just aren't right and uh, everybody's been great. Oh, I just think it's absolutely incredible that that was two weeks before. <laughs> it happened two weeks before and I don't know. I think I might have been holed up in bed. I just think that's incredible <laughs> strength to say, all right, I'm going to, you know, stand up and go find a job. And, you know, these three incredibly important people at home. Yeah. Um, 
I think it's amazing. Oh, so. thanks. It was, I, really uh, do. I did have definitely had, like I said, a lot of support and my family was like, I'll help you. What do you need? And like, yeah, I'll help you I was going to ask because I couldn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> like kind of who is on your side, who helped you navigate yeah. kind of that first step into this unknown. Yeah. My, my parents were supportive and like they helped me hire a lawyer and all that. And then my sister's stepped in and really like took care of my kids basically for two months I was basically useless <laughs> so they're local um one you is have some family okay one is local the other one um lives in southern Georgia and oh, wow. as soon as she heard what happened she and her husband and their three kids at the time drove all the way up from Georgia and stayed for like three weeks are you serious? Yeah. That's incredible. And they were amazing. All of them were amazing. And her husband, like the way that he stepped in and like loved on my kids. Oh. I'll never forget it. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. I'm going to go to another question. What is your biggest struggle with being a single mom? Oh, it is. Um, I've thought about this a lot because, you know, the I have two jobs um, and like the busyness can be a lot, but it's, it's really just, you do what you have to do. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest struggle is probably just the fact that I am th where the buck stops for my children. Like I don't have any backup. Um, if they're having a bad day, if I'm having a bad day, I can't tap out, um, if they're being crazy as kids are and, you know, yelling and screaming, yeah. I don't have a backup parent to step in and say, hey, don't talk to your mother like that, you know? So that's, and, you know, when they're struggling and um, just knowing that they look to me for that, all that support and all, and for, to be their rock, like that is yeah. probably the biggest challenge. I was actually just saying to my therapist <laughs> that um, I just feel like I have a lot of people's emotions to manage. You know, like I have to make sure, especially like today was their first day of school and everybody was so nervous and like, you know, acting crazy because they were nervous. And I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot take one more minute of this <laughs> because yeah. they look to me for that comfort yeah. and stability. And sometimes I don't feel that stable. I know. But I got to fake it till I make it. <laughs> So how are, here's my question. How are you able to kind of find, are you able to find that little bit of time that is for you? I know you mentioned you talked to someone, which I think is incredible. I do too, which is great. Um, but how are you able to find that little bit of time for you to kind of like yeah, do something for you or to regroup or <laughs> whatever it is that helps you stay sane? Yeah. Um, so thankfully my kids are older, so they are a little bit self-sufficient. Um, which is nice because I can, you know, watch TV, whatever. They're not going to kill each other in the other room. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no guarantees. <laughs> <laughs> no guarantees. But um, most likely they're going to be okay while I watch TV in the other room or, um, you know, my oldest is almost 15. So, like, I can scoot out and go get my nails done if I need to yeah. and, like, that kind of thing. And then their dad um, is still in the picture. Um, so they... <laughs> go stay with him every other weekend, which by the time we get to that weekend, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. It's, you know, yeah. two weeks, 24 seven. So they're with you 
every other day. Yeah, it's they're just with that me. every other weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're with me full time and then they go to their dad's every other weekend. So by the time that weekend comes around, yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm ready yeah. to drop them off. Of course, then by by the time Monday rolls around, I miss them. But Yeah. <laughs> and how does that communication go for you? I'm sure there's not easy times. Are there things that you've found that can help that kind of communication between, um, you know, that yeah. partner and it's and tough. You. Honestly, it's tough. It's, um, you know, at first there was a lot of hurt and, um, yeah, like I was thinking is time a factor. Oh, time, Just, he- time heals a lot. Time heals a lot. Um, you know, it's still tough. It's still, you know, we're, uh, we work together well most of the time, but we do have conflicting interests sometimes. And, um, I still, I struggle with the fact that, um, you know, I am the full-time parent and that's what I wanted. Um, right away, I was like, I'm not giving up my kids. Like, you can have them other, every other weekend. That's it. I had been a stay-at-home mom for 12 years and I was not ready to give my kids up half the time or anything, yeah. you know. Um, which, I this is what I wanted and yet it's really hard. Like, when yeah. I, I was just working through my schedule as... Um, school is starting and activities are starting and I was like I don't know how I'm going to get everybody to all their activities Yeah. but their dad's like well you wanted them full time and I'm like well you're not wrong <laughs> but that's still not doesn't a very nice e- thing to say doesn't make it any easier right yeah <laughs> right um, so you know we're definitely we there was about probably about six months where I couldn't speak to him without getting very upset and emotional. Um, once we got, we did not go to court. We ended up um, arriving at a, like a custody agreement, a okay. legal agreement. And once that was settled, that did take a lot of the emotion out of it because everything was written out on paper Yeah, and you know, nothing was really at stake. Yeah. So to speak. Um, and man, you do go through every little thing in yeah. that agreement and list everything out um so that does uh that is a difficult process but once it's done it's such a relief because you can just point back at that yeah say, well, how long did that take you guys i took about six months six yeah months. Took yeah about six I'm months. watching a dear friend go through the yeah. beginning of that well actually it's going on like nine twelve months oh. and it's just things keep popping up and it's just she she's struggling to kind of see that end in sight yeah it's so tough yeah it just hurts like my heart just hurts watching yeah and it's just you feel this constant pit in your stomach like what is today gonna bring um but on the other side of that it is a lot easier then there's the issue of well is so-and-so holding up their end of the agreement do I have any recourse that that's a whole other issue um but for the most part we do pretty well yeah um he it's also in our agreement that he has to pick the kids up and take them to school every morning so fingers crossed that works out well okay <laughs> and then I pick them up um which is nice for him because it's a way that he can see them during the yeah. week and then it's nice for me because I don't have to run the kids around yeah. um so you guys must be relatively close like distance um he, or does he drive quite a ways we were close. He is currently living about like 45 minutes away. Okay. But um, he's moving closer, which will make things a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully get a little bit more help in the afternoons. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's um, 
it's been a journey and sometimes I still get very angry. Like if he, there's still a lot of emotions buried, you know, you kind of bury the hatchet and you move on, but then little things can kind of bring that up and trigger you and like take you back to those really raw feelings from when it first, when everything first happened. So it's, um, well, we're human and it's, it's such a part of you, of, of us that it, it's going to stay. I think yeah. part of that is going to stay. It's trying to like navigate through those. And yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like grief, like it, um, it becomes less acute, yeah. less, less, um, piercing and more of like a dull ache. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can understand. Yeah. Or I can yeah. try to, um, okay. With through all the struggles, my next one is kind of, are there any pros to being a single mom? I don't know. Maybe even point to like yeah. some good parts. No, there are. Yeah. There totally are. Um, once you settle into your routine, it can be really great. Um, just the fact that like the kids and I have our own thing and like I don't have to worry about, um, you know, is so is my husband doing his part with the kids? Is he getting enough time with the kids? Um, did I cook him a good dinner? <laughs> like the yeah. kids don't care if they eat pizza rolls. <laughs> yeah. And frankly, they eat pizza rolls a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing I've kind of had to let go of is just, you know, I'm not Susie Homemaker anymore. And, you know, sometimes we have cereal for dinner and that's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I was just saying the other day that it's kind of nice not to have to worry about um, like, is my spouse being a good parent? Is my spouse getting that time with the kids? Cause I can just focus on me and the kids. Yeah. And um, also that every other weekend when I don't have any kids yeah. and I can do whatever I want, it's kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe like in your situation, like it gave you that time really to focus on you yeah. and to oh, like, hundred percent, like be able to heal you and be a stronger you absolutely. because that situation was not a healthy one. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I've, I mean, I am, I think people around this office can probably attest to the fact that I'm a completely different person than I was when I started here yeah. two years ago. Um, I've grown a lot. I've, taken the time to go to therapy and um really you know really work through and rediscover who I am um and who I want to be and that has been a real gift because I finally feel free to be myself after so many years of kind of trying to fit this marriage mold that I thought I had to fit into and I wasn't happy but I felt like I had to fit it I felt like it was the right thing to do so I just made I just forced myself into it forced myself into a mold that didn't fit me and um, I feel like I'm more myself now than I've ever been honestly and I've you know really discovered rediscovered my likes and dislikes and my passions and um without feeling stifled, which is, yeah. it's been really liberating. I started um, teaching classes at the gym um, about eight months into the whole divorce process. And it just like changed, completely changed my life. Like now I teach six classes a week and I'm just like, I'm honestly, I'm super busy, but I'm happier, I think than I've ever been. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. not without its challenges, but yeah. um it's good stuff. It's good yeah. stuff. I like it. It just yeah. sounds happy and like seeing it a is. smile on your face. I know it's hard to talk about, but yeah. you can tell that you're just 
Now that a lot of the really acute pain is in the rearview mirror, it's easier to focus on the fact that, um, you know, almost the affair was almost like a gift because I don't think I ever would have left. Yeah. And I should have. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I ever would have left otherwise. So it kind of was at the time it did not feel like it. And I, my yeah. mom, <laughs> I just was talking to her this past weekend about it. And I said, you know, it's, I'm thankful for it because it gave me a new life. Um, but she was like, well, I tried to tell you that back then. I was like, mom, I, I was not ready to hear yeah. it. <laughs> just wasn't that time. I was in or, so much yeah. pain. Oh yeah. gosh. Physical pain. I mean, oh, that's another thing that helped. I'm on uh, medication. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. If yeah. it helps, well, good. Um, I was, I mean, I was in physical agony, just like anxiety ridden um heart racing shaking my hands this were was shaking. right after yeah for a couple months afterwards and people would stop so like me. almost like shock oh yeah like yeah and it's amazing what that anxiety and stress and possibly like very quick like depression maybe even yeah. can do physically to your body oh i it's lost like 15 insane. pounds in three weeks <sighs> i wasn't eating nothing tasted good um, but like I got on medication and yeah. I started taking care of myself, going to therapy. And I am so thankful now that it all happened, even though it was excruciating at the time. Yeah. Now you have an older one. How old is he? 15? He'll be 15 in November. Yeah. Have you had any of, the, any of these conversations with him? Like, or has he even said, mom, like, Hey, I just, today I remember just back when this first happened, like, are there any of those conversations? Do they remember mm -hmm. those first three weeks or anything like that? Or was it just kind of all a blur to them too? Um, I think the older two definitely remember. Um, my oldest, he doesn't say a lot about it, but he mm -hmm. is very sweet and he'll, you know, just, he's a he teenager. Understands. So he, he does, he understands he's a teenager. So, you know, he's got his yeah. moments, Yeah. but, um, he just every once in a while, he'll just come up to me and say, thanks mom. Thanks for working so hard for Aww. us. And, um, he'll say, I'm really glad that you're so happy. And, um, Aww. my daughter who is almost 12, she'll be 12 in just a few weeks. Um, she's my like deep thinker mm. and we've had some conversations about it um she's she's definitely like my super empathetic soul like she gets it yeah uh, so she will definitely want to talk about it um I've, and I'm always I've my policy with them from the beginning has been just to be open and honest you know age appropriate right but um to be as open and honest as possible I don't think anything can be gained by yeah. hiding things or oh, keeping yeah. secrets it's gonna come out eventually yeah um so I've been very open with them about everything. And um, I think that's been really healthy. I remember in the early, early days um, when Jackson, my oldest, was he was 12 at the time. And um, he was just really angry, which is understandable. He yeah. was so angry. His whole life had been torn apart. Um, he was angry at me. He was angry at his dad. Um, and... You know, I sat him down one day and I just said, you know, what do you need from me? Like, what would help you to start to heal? What can I do? And he just said, I need to know everything. Oh. And I was like, okay. 
here you go. And I laid it all out for him. And honestly, it was like a switch went off. Like he just needed to be included in the conversation. He needed to feel like he was valued enough to be included in the conversation. And I mean, honestly, from then on, of course, we've had some difficult moments, but that was such a big deal just to realize, oh, they want to know what's going on. They don't want to, oh, just trust mom and dad. Everything's going to be fine because clearly everything's not fine. Right. So it was, um, that was really eye-opening. And ever since then, I've had like a very open policy with them. No, I think that's incredible. And I think it is definitely something that I try to do with the kids as well and just keep it age appropriate, but make them know that they are valued and they're intelligent and, you know, they, they understand more than you think they do. Um, and I think maybe letting them think that, you know, they don't know, or we think that they don't know or they can't understand something. It's just, it's not beneficial. Right. Yeah. They're Uh. like not only valuing them as your children, but as, um, autonomous people. Yeah. Like empowering them in their kind of position in that family. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, yeah, I think that applies to any family really for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let me see what else I got. (laughs) Oh, how do you create balance? And maybe, I mean, we hit a little bit on that kind of with communication and whatnot, but Um, balance in general, I don't know. So I don't really, I just kind of fly by the seat of my pants. (laughs) That's okay. No, I really, so I just, you just have to lower your standards for yourself. Not, I mean, not, I know what you're saying. I care about balance. I care about everything, but you just have to give yourself some grace. Like some days you're going to have family pizza and movie night and Mm -hmm. all cuddle on the couch and have a great night. And some days everybody's going to be in their own rooms playing on their phones and you're going to be on the couch playing on your phone and that's fine. Yep. (laughs) And some days you're going to say, I'm going to take a break from work and take you to the park. Yeah. But then other days you're going to say, shut up, I'm working. Yeah. (laughs) No, I totally understand. Yeah. Sometimes things need to get done. And then sometimes I think you need to slow down and take a look around. And sometimes I have to look at my kids and I'm like, are they looking to have a conversation? Like, are they looking for that connection? And I think you have to sometimes put down those things to see how, how I can just be with them there in the moment. And it's not as important as dinner and it's not as important as anything else. And yeah. Yeah. And I think you can sense that. Like if you are really communicating with your kids and if you're really open with them, you can sense when things are off. You can sense when they're not feeling heard or not feeling seen. And, um, you just take a minute yeah. and you figure out what, and it doesn't have to be big. It can be simple. Like yeah. let's watch a movie together. Yeah. Sometimes that's all they need. Or as you're doing and making them feel valued and important and, you know, kind of grown up, I, I feel they start to come to you. They'll start yeah. like coming, you're like cooking dinner or something and they'll come hang around and I'm like, Hey, yeah, totally. You know, like what's up? <laughs> I know. Uh, recently I was processing returns at home and my daughter wanted to help me. And she came in and she was oh. like, I would hold up the clothes and she'd inspect them for flaws and then I'd oh. fold them and she'd put them in the bag. Yeah. And yeah we, I mean, so just, they just want to be near you sometimes yeah. and it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Like, they But I just, think that shows just the incredible things that you're doing because yeah, I, so. <laughs> I do, um, because I can, you know, they can choose to kind of turn away and figure yeah. out try to figure out problems on their own which I think is good yeah but for them (laughs) to have that confidence to want to come and find that connection or whatnot I think that's yeah 
I try to something's working (laughs) even in my bad moments I try to um remember again that I am their soft place to land I am where they go when you know, I'm their mom. I still, I'm 38. I still want my mom sometimes, you know? (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay. Got two more. All right. Tell me about dating as a single mom, if you care to share. Oh Lord. (laughs) Or maybe, maybe like when you were ready or I don't know. Cause I know we've heard some date stories, right? (laughs) Um, I actually am dating someone now. I, we've been together for like seven months, which has been great. Wow. Um, yeah, he's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I've gone on some dates. I I feel we need some date <laughs> stories. <laughs> Tell us, can you share your craziest one oh, or gosh, yeah. something wild? I've got some good ones. I went on this one date. Um, so I've been on the dating apps. I've tried several dating apps. And you know what? They're hit or miss, mostly miss. Um, <laughs> um there was this one, um, and of course, like most of them, you know, you got to remember people are choosing the most flattering pictures of themselves <laughs> <laughs> on those apps. Okay. So you just, you have to look at those pictures and know like, this is the best this person can look. <laughs> yes. We'll see how it goes when we it, get there. Yes. Um, which, you know, I'm not crazy picky about looks, but I do like to know what to expect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Can't blame you. <laughs> um, so I get there and this guy does not look anything like his photos. And he, he has a neck beard. <laughs> oh, Aaron. <laughs> which I'm sorry to anybody out there listening who has a neck beard right now which probably isn't very many people because I think mostly moms listen to this, but (laughs) just in case, no offense, but I'm not a fan. Okay. (laughs) Not a fan of the neck beard. Then he starts talking and he's like, you know, he's like, well, why are you single? What happened? And I gave him, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the short version. And he's like, Oh, do you, do you want to talk about it? And I was like, that's not really why we're here. (laughs) No. Um, so he's like, okay, well, what are you into? And I was like, oh, I'm really into fitness. I'm into, uh, reading. I love to read, um, you know, just normal stuff. Um, I don't have a ton of time to myself, but those, that's what I like to do when I do have time. And he was like, oh, cool. I'm really into the mafia. And I was like, okay, that's cool. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, all the mafia movies. Like, I think they're so cool. Do you know much about the mafia? (laughs) And I was like, well, not a lot, but uh, like I'm Italian. So, (laughs) so I know some, and, um, (laughs) he was like, oh, oh, well I'll, I'll stop. You probably, you know, you don't need to hear this. Like you get it. And I was like, oh, okay. But then he didn't stop. (laughs) And he just kept going Going on. on on. He was like, oh yeah. And then I went to New York and I went on this mafia tour and, um, (laughs) Oh, wow. I went on this mafia tour and they showed us like where the mafia meets. And I was thinking like the whole time I'm thinking, yeah, that's not really a thing. Like, (laughs) first of all, there's not like a grand mafia meeting like once a week or whatever. And then secondly, um, it's probably not advertised as such. So they're probably not open to tours. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see this guy again? I'm guessing. Uh, Oh, girl. No. (laughs) So this is like the one time that I... (laughs) did this i'm not proud of it but i texted my friend and i was like 
you've got to help me. Like I have to get out of this date. And (laughs) did she help you? She did. She (laughs) called me and the next like minute she called me and she was like, Hey, I think your dog got out. I think cause she lives around the corner. She's like, I think I just saw him run by my house. Your dog got out. And I was like, Oh no, I got to go. My dog got out. (laughs) 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 So I'm pretty sure he knew, but I'm not proud of it. That wasn't my best moment, but dude, it's just, it got to that point where you're sitting there and you're like, Oh, how long do I have to be here before I can leave? I'm sorry. How long do I have to be polite before I can leave? Oh, there was another one. (laughs) 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 There was another one where um, we went to dinner and like he was, you know, good looking. We were eating, having a good time. Great conversation. And then, um, you know, he asked me about previous relationships and I told him and then I asked him and he was like, oh, you didn't know I'm in an open marriage. And I was like. I think I would have remembered that. And he's like, oh, I thought it was on my profile, yada, yada. And I was like, "Mm, pretty sure it wasn't. But I'm not like super into that idea. (laughs) 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 I don't know if that really aligns with where I'm trying to go. Um, He was like, well, just think about it. Just think about it. I was like, okay. So I left and I looked on his profile. Definitely did not say that there. And I texted him yeah. and I was like, listen, I just, nah, it's just not for me. It's yeah. not for me. Yeah. There have been a few weird ones. Oh, wow. Yeah. So how did you, how do you navigate this with the kids? You know, again, I'm, I'm really you open kind of with like them. go with the flow and yeah. yeah, I tell them, you know, I tell them about my funny dates. <laughs> I tell them about everything. Um, well, not everything, but, um, yeah, I'm pretty open yeah. with them and they'll ask me how'd your date go and you know, I'll tell oh. them about it. Yeah, it's it's been it's been good. You know, well, sometimes they're like, "Mom, I feel like you've been out a lot. Can you like just be home tonight?" And I'm like, oh. "You know what? Thank you for telling me that. Yes, I will cancel. I will stay home. We'll watch a movie instead." Oh, that's nice. But yeah, it's been, that's you good. know, just again keeping those the communication super open yeah. has been the best thing for us because they can tell me like I'm over it do yeah. not go out tonight. <laughs> yeah, I need you. Yeah. And they don't have to be afraid that I'm going to be like, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah, that's really good. So it's, that's been really healthy for us. And they're a big fan of my current boyfriend, which is nice. That's yeah. That's really nice. Is he local too? He is. Yeah. He, he is lives too. really close. That's really good. Yeah. Does he have, was he previously married or have any children? No, I kind okay. of hit the jackpot <laughs> because he has not been married and he does not have any children and he doesn't want his own children, which is good because the shop is closed. Girl, I have my youngest is eight. Yeah. (sighs) But I can just imagine these these different factors kind of coming together and how you navigate those and work. And I think everybody's situation would probably be a little bit different. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you might different kids or maybe you do want kids or you don't, or you're maybe coming and you have older kids. Um, for sure. Just different dynamics. It's really helpful. And it took me a while to figure out what I wanted. And Mm -hmm. I had to go on a lot of dates to figure out what I didn't want. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, just to know, like I knew by the time I met, Eric, I knew what I wanted and I knew that I did not want any more kids and, you know, I wanted X, Y, Z. And there's certain things that I thought would be important to me that aren't. And there's certain things that I didn't think would be important that are. 
So it's yeah. just, you got to figure out, you got to really examine yourself and figure out what it is that you actually want. Yeah. But because that took some time. It did. It definitely took time because I thought I would want certain things. Yeah. And then, you know, I always joked before that like next time I'm going to marry for money. <laughs> 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 I married for love the first time. I would make that mistake again. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I always joked about that. And, you know, so at first when I started dating, like careers were really important, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, what was one thing that you didn't think was going to be important that actually what became Hmm. Oh, important? I will tell you, their relationships, the the guy's relationship with his friends. Oh. No, like, Can you share more? Yeah. I found that if a man can maintain relationships with, like close relationships with friends over a period of time, and that is a huge green flag. If, oh, wow. the, if a guy doesn't have close friends or he doesn't really talk to his friends much, that's a red flag because they're not invested in relationship. Um, Makes sense. And they're not going to be invested in your relationship. Oh, wow. I like it. Yeah. But um, like my current boyfriend has a bunch of friends that he's still friends with from middle school and like high school. And that was such a green flag for me to know wow. that like he still values these people and they value him. They've known him that long and they're still friends with him. So there must be oh, something wow. good there. So that can tell you a lot who they hang out with, who yeah. their friends are. That can tell you yeah. a lot about a person. Yeah, that's so true. Wow. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, I didn't Very either cool. for a long time. And then I realized <coughs> a pattern. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it completely makes sense. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Okay. As a community of moms, how can we support a single mom friend? Oh, that's a lovely question. I think just being inclusive and understanding that like their needs are going to be different from yours. And, um, you know, if you plan something during the day, they may not be able to come because they have their kids at home with them all the time. Or if, you know, it's just, it's just a different set of needs and you have so much in common. You have, you do, you have so much in common, but then there is this, other this otherness where like things that you might not have to think about they do have to think about um I think at first what was really hard was to um hear other women complaining about their husbands that was really difficult for me at first you know it's just normal it's normal everybody complains about their husbands and their wives sometimes completely normal but it was really hard for me to hear at that point where because I was like man your husband actually sounds pretty great. I wish that I had somebody that was supportive of me and it was hard for me to hear. So at at that point, you know, I've gotten a thicker skin now. Um, but in those raw first months, that was really difficult to hear. Um, yeah, Yeah. just stuff like that. Just be mindful. Just, just be inclusive, just be inclusive and mindful that, um, yeah, you know, that mom, if she shows up late, just know she probably didn't have a choice. She was yeah. probably, you know, thought she was all set to go out the door and then 15 things happen. That happens to all moms, honestly. Yeah. But um, when you're a single mom, you don't have backup. And I, I mean, I've had people just randomly over the last couple of years be like, hey, can I bring you dinner? And, you know, old yeah. me would have been like, no, 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 we're fine. But 
new me has realized they really want to help. And it's it's so helpful. It's so helpful. I will say yes all day long because that one thing, taking that one thing off my plate or even like offering to give their, their kids a ride somewhere because it's just me again. So I'm running my kids all over the place. So just saying like, Hey, can I drop so-and-so off at, you know, soccer practice for you? Oh my gosh. Huge. Yeah. 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 Watching my friend navigate this and she used to be over kind of like an hour away, um, just down 64 a little bit. And now Mm -hmm. she moved closer to some family over here. So you leave that kind of little set of friends. And of course it was all couples at the time. And so now she's over here and she's told me a couple of times, just not sure like how to navigate, like how do I find, how do I find a friend in this new neighborhood um, that, you know, from what she can see is mostly couples. Yeah. Um, it's hard. Which it, it, you shouldn't, you know, it's, people shouldn't treat each other. It, it shouldn't make a difference. No. Right at all. But it, it does. But it happens. It does make a difference. Yeah. Um, I will say that um, the people I'm closest to now are single people. Um, I used to have a lot of couple friends and really? I'm still friends with them. Yeah. Um, but we just don't have as much in common anymore, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and that's okay. That was really hard to navigate at first because I felt like I was losing friendships. Yeah. But then I had to realize I wasn't losing them. They were just changing. That's a good and, perspective. Um, I had to kind of settle into that and see how I could still make that changed relationship like a fruitful one um and then I have gotten really close I have a few friends who have been through similar things and we've gotten super close over the last couple of years because it's just um you know you gravitate toward who you have things in common with yeah you just do and it um it's comforting and you know I have a single mom friend that lives around the corner from me and her kids are in similar ages to yeah. mine so you know when I'm having a tough day I'll text her and she'll be like oh my gosh yeah I felt like that last week you're doing a great job just knowing that they've been there um, and can and can offer support and encouragement is a big deal so yeah you know you're you might feel like you're losing some friendships you might lose some friendships you know there have been some of my friendships that haven't survived which has been tough mm-hmm. um, but the ones that I have fostered and um the ones that have you know when a disaster happens some people run away from it and some people run toward it and the people that ran toward my disaster we are super close now which is super rewarding and another gift of um you know what came out of this terrible situation yeah yeah. Well, hopefully we as moms, we can just think and go back to that. Like we are moms, like, Hey, if we do a girl's night or something like, yeah, it's, it, you know, we're kind of all the same. We're all moms. Yeah. And to hopefully include maybe that neighbor, maybe you yes. don't even know her. So I just encourage, and I'm speaking to myself, like, Absolutely. Hey, reach out, reach out to that person and include yeah. them. Um, they can say yes or no totally fine just to be conscious but just to be aware be aware that um there's all kinds of different people in your neighborhood and to yeah be inclusive like you said absolutely i I will say the first um really hard thing as far as that went was when my kids first started going to their dads on the weekend um i was so lonely because all of my uh 
married friends, you know, they're having family time. They've got soccer games. They're yeah. with their husbands on the weekends. You know, their husband worked all week. They're with their husband on the weekend. And my kids were gone and I would just be alone. So that was really hard at first. I had to get used to it. Now mm. I enjoy my alone time. Yeah, <laughs> but sure. that was hard um, because you realize like, oh, well, weekends are kind of sacred for families. You can't really... Yeah. barge in on their family time but then I'm sitting here alone I don't have my family my family's not here um that was really difficult but again you know I've yeah. reached out to the my single mom friends and um you know we've really made it work yeah does yeah. anybody ever fall on a similar schedule to where you guys can get together like yeah my friend just, that lives like just around a mom the, and have lunch or something yeah my friend that lives around the corner um also has a very similar schedule to me so that's okay. been amazing that's really cool yes yeah that's we've gotten really close which is yeah, great just, just so good for support I know I've been really lucky um yeah she's been great and um she's been single for longer than I have so she's almost been kind of a, like a mentor for me okay. and she's been so supportive and the fact that our kids are friends is a huge bonus oh, that's incredible <laughs> incredible okay as we wrap up what's one piece of advice you would give to a woman that has recently become a single mom Whatever the circumstances might be. Yep. Um, do the next right thing. Just one foot in front of the other. Don't look too far ahead because you will be overwhelmed and you will shut down. Um, just do the next right thing. Just one moment at a time. Yeah. I think that's very good, great advice Yeah, for anything, but especially that's that. all I could do for the first year was just one foot in front of the other okay today I'm going to work I'm going to work and then I'm going to pick up my kids I'm going to pick up my kids and I'm going to take them home just yeah. one task one at a time don't think about well what about Christmas what about this what about that nope yeah. just today I love it <laughs> thank you so much thank you Andy. I appreciate you did it. a great job filling in thank you <laughs> you're such a delight <laughs> alright guys we will see you next week Bye. Bye.